Welcome to Redemption Unscripted. On this podcast, you will hear unscripted conversation to help you know Jesus, grow in your relationship with Him, and go advance His kingdom. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Redemption Unscripted. My name is Gary Durbin. I'm the worship arts director here at Redemption Chapel. And I am joined by our three pastors today. I'm uh, I'm hosting this podcast because Austin is going to be contributing on the other side of the desk today, and we're excited about this episode. We're going to have some fun today. Um, so let, let's let, let me just go around. Austin, we got Pastor Austin, our associate pastor. How you doing, man? Doing good, man. It's a fun change of pace to be on this side of it. So thanks for jumping in. Mm-hmm. Then we have our other associate pastor, Jared Williams. Yeah, good to be here. Now, Austin, do you get paid extra now that you're contributing and not hosting, or is it the same? No, he does not. It's going to say the next rate guy can answer zero. that question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we have our lead pastor, Rick McKee. Hey, brother. It's kind of fun. I don't think we've done this before with all four of us. I mean, all, all of four of us have been on the podcast before, but not at the same time, so I love it. I think this will be a blast today, honestly, because what we're going to be doing, and I hope you all are excited about this, we're going to be celebrating your flaws from the stage. Awesome. It's just going to be Amen. a blast. Um, you know, I, I don't preach. I'm, I'm the worship leader here, but I'm on stage, you know, pretty much every week. So I understand the idea of being a public figure, and sometimes we just don't always get it perfect, and we mess up at times. In fact, there's like websites dedicated to this. There's there's a YouTube channel called Bad Preachers that shows all these horrible moments from pastors. But for me, for worship leaders, they have they have one called Worship Fails, which is on Instagram. And basically what I've told people is if I can get to the end of my run without ending up on that that <laughs> account on Instagram, I feel like I would have accomplished something in life. So because that's basically what they do is celebrating the flaws of these public public figures, and that's what we're going to be doing today. So what we're going to do today is we're going to go around the table. We're going to ask our pastors, what are some times they've just kind of flubbed it, you know, from the stage and messed up? Maybe some embarrassing moments, maybe some times where you just kicked yourself or just times where you just missed something, you know? So uh, I'm excited. Let's just jump right into it. We're going to start with uh, Pastor Austin. What do you have to share for us today? Thanks, man. I'm glad you could start with me. Uh, yeah, so when I was thinking about this, I think the first one that comes to mind is this was back when I was doing student ministry and it was, uh, I was baptizing a student and, uh, <laughs> and it was, yeah, a student that had recently before this had some concussions, wasn't playing a sport because of it, it was significantly her life was altered because of some... She was in really bad shape. Yeah, it was like a car wreck. I mean, there was a lot going on. She was so, in bad shape. And that's a pertinent detail <laughs> yeah, of the story. So I just want to make sure the whole <laughs> so, yeah. listening context audience matters. So that's, she was in bad shape. That's the backstory. And so was really excited to baptize her. I mean, have a good relationship with her. And so we get in the tub and her face story's playing and uh, I get ready to dunk her. And I remember as I started to dunk her, I just knew as she was going down, like, oh, crud, her head is way too close to the back of the baptism tub. But there's no way to back out at that point. Like, she's halfway in. What point? (laughs) (laughs) At what point did you know? So you're talking pre-contact. like Oh, yeah. Like, 
Like before he started to bring her back? Well, and for no, context, was, okay. for the audience, yeah. you know, there's a big tub. And one of the things we have to do as pastors is make sure the person steps yeah. to the front of the tub. We say that so to everybody. There's clearance. Yeah. Oh, yes. All the time. Which did not step happen Step to the front of the case. tub yeah. so there's room. Yes. And that's all me. 100% on me. I did not have her step up. So, so I start dunking her. Real, oh, my goodness. And so just head just smacks the back of the baptism tub. And I just keep going, man. Just kind of like, just get her under the water, just bring her pushing, up. Yeah. Just, yeah. And, it was, and it was bad. And, and I knew it was bad in the moment, but I don't think it hit me how bad it was when I watched the video a couple of days later when we posted it. And it was like a, a noticeable, like, yeah. smack kind of pause in the water. And yeah, and, was, and I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And, and I think there was some further complications with her head after that. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. She's still in the hospital. No, 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 that's no not she's true. not. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. She's one of but, my daughter's best friends. Yes. Absolutely love that yeah. girl. Uh, she's doing okay, but that was... Of all, like, <laughs> Thank smacking God. someone's head on the tub <laughs> is bad. Smacking yeah, was, Lexi's head on the tub yeah. was... Oh, brother. It was, yeah, it was, it was rough. If you're listening, we're, we're still very sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I apologize every time I see her. <laughs> <laughs> Just every time. Yeah, so that, that, was, that was quite embarrassing. So mm. we had a good laugh about it after, but obviously it was yeah, <laughs> not, the, not the best. Yeah. wasn't the highlight of my baptism experiences. No. So <laughs> yeah, so fort- fortunately, we live in a day and age where everything is uh, recorded, so yeah. we can go just go. Hey, everyone, go back on our Facebook page, scroll down a little bit on our Vimeo. I'm sure you can find it. <laughs> All right, Jared, you're up next. Well, it's funny you mentioned student ministry, so that was kind of you know fairly common, but that was my first. You know, ministry experience at a church. Well, did crew did you mm-hmm. know? I was a student back when Pastor Rick was a director over crew, so came out of college ministry and interned at a college ministry. But first full time was student ministries, and I feel like that's just that's a great great fodder for making mistakes as you're in student ministries. Lots of material. Yeah. <laughs> The one that really stuck out to me is you know we'd be doing these big events or our you know youth days and. You know, you'd have music playing in the background. I think it was even pre-Spotify, but it was Pandora. But being the cheap fellow that I am, there's no way I'm paying for Pandora Premium. to get Would the, the church not pay for it? It can't be that much. I don't know. They okay. probably did. I don't know. They probably would have. But <laughs> either way, just by principle, it just sure. I, I, I can't wrap my head around it. So, you know, with that, there's commercials. So, you know, sixth through eighth grade, they're not famous for their maturity. And so we're here, you know, big event, you know, we got six, seventh graders running around, you know, about to start an event. And so the, and I remember the video was on screen, so you could actually see the Pandora, which I don't know why I didn't minimize it or why I put that up there. But then right as we're about to start, a commercial starts and we're in the middle of a youth event and I just hear, Trojan condoms. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> Built for him. <laughs> Everybody, earmuffs, earmuffs. You know? we had, it was a two-layer, like, building the youth room. And I don't know, there's probably, like, 40 <laughs> stairs to get down. I swear I touched, like, two of them to get down to that computer. Just, you know. I got to that computer so fast. I don't even think I unplugged it. I think I just like threw the computer just to get it to stop talking. So, but so the, just a big old advertisement for Trojan condoms in the middle of our youth event. 
Let's hope it wasn't an outreach. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, yeah. It was a hit, though, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was tons of hits. Of the year. That next Sunday were our highest numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Pastor Rick. So I make my fair share of mistakes from the stage. But uh, I'm, I'm not often embarrassed by them. Like, I'm like, I can roll with it. And originally, you guys know, as we were talking about how, uh, about this podcast, we were thinking of it in terms of most embarrassing moments. So I don't, I, I'm like, I, I don't have, I, I need help. I can't remember these. So I pinged these three guys who are on mic as well as some of our other staff and dear sweet Mary Butcher, she's been with me for over 10 years. She works in our kids' zone. She, like, had a list. I swear she had it saved somewhere. Like, it was like she, there was poof, 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 Well, she doesn't poof. throw anything away. So. No, yeah, that's, no, that's, yeah, that's true. true. Mary does not. So <laughs> I she, do picture Mary with a notebook now. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so she was overly helpful. She was really, really helpful in this. But anyway. Okay, enough, enough, enough. I got it. I got it. You made your point. Plenty, plenty. So uh, one of the ones she pointed out was... When we opened uh, our new facility and then we switched to two services, so we switched our service times. Um, I'm not one, you guys know, I don't like to do quarter hours, right? Like I, I don't, appointments that start or end on a quarter hour, like no, no, no. Do the full hour or the half hour or whatever. But we, we have our first service that starts at 9.15. But it was the first time doing that. So I'm up there preaching and I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, I don't know how I did it. Like, usually I'm going long, and I know I'm going long, and, I, and I'm like, I got to trim some, whatever. But, but I'm like, I'm like ending like 10, 15 minutes early. I got so much time. So I start to fill it with stuff only to come off the stage and realize I'm thinking the service ends at 10.30. The service ended, past tense, at 10.15. Like, Gary, you were backstage. What were you thinking? <laughs> well, me and the worship team, we kind of – you know, gather up backstage as we get near the end of the sermon and just kind of wait behind the curtain. Because there's a closing song. Yeah, right ready. You know, once the pastor... <laughs> We're supposed to be. Well, yeah, once the pastor starts praying, you, you bust out and get out there. And yeah, it's it's getting close to the end of the... And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sitting there going, do I do the last song or do, you know, do I cut it or... Yeah. He should have, like, the Apollo just started in yeah. the last yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, play, yeah. play me off the stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought I was like, well, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a total brain fart for me. Like I just yeah. What do you do? You laugh at yourself and move on. <laughs> I wish you would have played it off in the the middle of the sermon. In Christ alone. <laughs> I, I would have been so thrown off. What are you doing? <laughs> Could have just come out before the sermon was over. And just start playing the exit music. <laughs> <laughs> DJ flickers the lights. Yeah. Uh, Austin, what else you got, man? Yeah, so... So you're not contributing to your mistakes at all? You're just leading that's the... That's the next episode. No, he's we'll hosting, bro. Okay, all right. He's all right. hosting. Yeah. This is not about right. me, dude. <laughs> that we got those for an entire <laughs> podcast all on its own. <laughs> that's season two. Oh, season two. There. Uh, yeah, another one of mine is fairly recent. It's probably, I don't know, a couple months ago. So I was, um, I, gave, I was given the benediction, and typically when I preach, I'll just have the benediction at the bottom of my sermon manuscript. So it's, it's up there, and I... And I'm 
not ashamed to say I just I don't have it memorized as much as I know sure. you guys. Um, so so I read it, and so I think I was given the benediction because I think you were actually preaching on video because it was when you were in quarantine. That's oh, right. right. Yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So I was only given the benediction, which is kind of weird. And so I didn't have it. I didn't have my iPad, and so TJ. You didn't have notes. You weren't yeah, preaching. Yeah. yeah. So TJ had it on the back screen, which is great move for the tech guy. Um, and so I think what I did is I ended up last minute printing out. So I had it on this podium and the TV. So I get up there, I start reading it. And in the middle of it, I'm like, oh, it's up on the TV. I should look up. And so I switched from kind of reading to looking. And when I did, I just got totally off track and I just blew past the Holy Spirit. So mentioned God, the Father, Jesus, and then Holy Spirit just left them totally out and just went by it. Trinity optional. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I think the reason it was probably embarrassing the most is because, I mean, if you come here on Sunday, you know, we say the benediction every Sunday. So there's people in the crowd that can quote that thing like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. the moment the service ends, I mean, the amount of people in the atrium, they're like, you know, where was the Holy Spirit? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, Where'd you brother with the Holy Spirit? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was brutal for like the whole morning. Next service, I nailed it. But the first service, not so much. But I told people, I think I think it was TJ. I told him I grew up Baptist, and the Holy Spirit freaks us out. So I just I got a little Baptist and just skipped over the Baptist. So or Holy Spirit. So that was let the record show that that does not reflect the views. Yeah, of the no, I do like the Holy Spirit. I'm a fan, and I put him. In, I put him in. It. Yeah. And, and I just love how helpful our congregation can be. They were very helpful. Very helpful. They were very helpful. Yes. Well, it's so funny, Rick. You mentioned that. Like, it is hard to think of them. But then as we talk, like they ping more and more. Yep. And here's, like you said, it's not embarrassing. I think mine, I just black them out, you know, just for my own like, self-preservation. <laughs> Suppress the memory. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about it. But the second you said that, like, oh my gosh, I've done that. I've, I don't know if I froze or missed something or totally like forgot. But I, I will confess that on this podcast, that is, that's like one of the hardest parts of the service to me. Like some preachers, they're, they're manuscript guys, and they're basically reciting what they wrote. That is not how my brain works. I'm an outline guy, like to the nth degree, and I, and I hate like having my brain to recite things. It's so hard. It's I, 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 I feel that, and I've messed it up too. The problem is I am a manuscript guy. I should have just read it. <laughs> That's <laughs> sure, the problem. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Jared, you got anything else for us? Yeah, so it's funny. This one goes back to college days for me. Because the it's funny you mentioned mistakes on stage. I think it's the biggest stage I've ever been on. The How big is Christmas Conference? So, oh, dude, I don't remember. Maybe. I mean, a couple thousand. I want to say two grand. Yeah, so I don't know. Two, three, whatever, but it's it's in the thousands of students. So Camps Crusade for Christ, they go for this big Christmas conference, and so and where, I was. A, where is it at? Indy, Indianapolis. Indianapolis. They'd have them around the nation, but from where the we region. are, we would go to like Indianapolis. Like a big theater kind of thing. Uh, like, it's, it's like a hotel, convention, convention center. Oh, yeah. convention center. Okay. So you're this is the or, setting. Well, that would have been in the Weston at that point, I think. Yeah, but then I think you did walk across to the convention yeah. center, right. but. But it was, you know, like I said, probably biggest stage as far as most amount of people that I've, I've been on a stage. And so I'm a college student and I would host. So kind of like we host on a Sunday, but we would do different interviews. We'd intro the guests. And I don't even, I couldn't even tell you who the guy was, but we're up there doing an interview for one of the speakers. You know, and the guy's from the UK and we're sitting down and it was me and another staff member. And I'm there, you know, 
just acting a fool in front of, you know, thousands of people. But then <laughs> in, you know, your real house, in your <laughs> real house. <bro>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so they're they're having this real conversation and I just throw out to the guy, you know, the British guy like so, you know, getting over here, how, how was your bloody flight? <laughs> and he shoots me a dagger. I'm like, that not, I, that, that's how you talk, right? You know, Brit, you know, eating crumpets, you know, like, I, like I, I panic. I didn't know what I did, you know. So I was like, how was your bloody flight? And he just like looks at me and the other guy looks at me. I'm like, oh, carry on, you know, <laughs> let me do the benediction. I don't know, you know, like, so <laughs> we keep going. And he goes off, and I, I'm, like, kind of stunned, and I'm coming off the stage, you know, a little flush, <laughs> and someone's like, what did you do? I'm like, I don't know. You know, they're like, do you understand? That's, like, his F word over in the UK. I was like, oh, that makes way more. And I'm, like, so confused. I'm like, no, but the song Bloody Black Backpack, that's, like, they can't say the F word on the air. You know, but I just, so this poor, you know. Guest speaker coming to America, this, you know, dumb college kid says the F word to him on stage mm. or the equivalent. So. Oops. Yeah. Is that and, your last time ever getting that opportunity or? Well, and I, I can do that one better. Not only is my last opportunity, from then on, that conference <laughs> has never had a student host. They Legit. stopped totally having student hosts. Like, they always did until me and then never they did said, again. Nope. And so That's not worth it. It may have been my British F word that yeah. dropped the bomb. Well, in, in reality, no. So I had Jared, as a staff guy running that college ministry, I had Jared on stage as a student hosting the meeting. He, all his gift set that we love and enjoy was way in play. It was awesome. But at the same time, much like we do here at Redemption Chapel, we do messy we're raw, we're down to earth, whatever. So we ran our college ministry maybe a little bit edgier than the typical campus crusade ministry. And so I don't I don't think they were quite ready for that. And and, and you're a college student. It was just it was a perfect storm. I would have loved to have been their debrief meetings. Yeah. So about the student host, I don't know. I don't know. Do we have maybe? his name? Where he's from? And- I was really proud of him. I thought he did great. But yeah, there was never a student host again. It was the same, like, yeah, there was like a costume party. I remember doing like a Forrest Gump impression at one point. There were all sort of, I think, inappropriate things I said. That's kind of cool. This might be like our first explicit label on this podcast. (laughs) Only in the UK. It only has to be for TJ, are we international? I don't know. (laughs) I think we're fine. We're fine. We're okay. I know we were, I used to be able to staff with somebody from the UK. And then I, like I said, that's where it's just a little bit of our culture. I found out. I, it's not our normal peace sign, but it's like the peace yeah. sign backwards. It's like their middle finger. Yeah. I can't help myself now every time I see her to give her the peace sign because it's not offensive here, but apparently that's like really bad over there. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so we're over. I see you looking at me, Gary. Uh-huh. Uh, I should say something. I just said TJ. Are we international? So I'm referring to somebody that we haven't introduced so far, and TJ is off mic, but he produces our podcast and tries not to erase the podcast. So that there's that would a be embarrassing. Most embarrassing. So like, big wouldn't that be, mistake. Big wouldn't that be imagine doing something like that. <laughs> I mean, this was, he never wanted. Which podcast was that that we did? Twice? The one, yeah, the one we had to record. <laughs> we should remember. If I we don't did know it twice. which one it was. Actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we had to do it twice, TJ. We had to do it twice. <laughs> so we all make mistakes. So one of my uh, recent mistakes was uh, so very. If we don't have communion, our typical 
Sunday morning format means there's a sermon at the end of which there's a closing song so the congregation can respond in worship. And there's always a close, a singular, a closing song, except one Sunday. Uh, all of a sudden, there were two closing songs. Now, Gary did his job. He sent me the order of worship throughout the week. I knew about it, but I did not remember. And so having preached, they did uh, what I thought was the closing song, and they're gearing up to do their second song, the last song, the, and I walk right up on stage. I take over. My mic's not coming on. I was kind of... Lights weren't on. I'm kind of upset at the <laughs> yeah. like another song. What is their problem? <laughs> Guys, turn my mic, my mic. No, okay, so something must be wrong with my mic. So I go to plan B. I go to take Gary's mic, remember? <laughs> Not only took the song away, <laughs> yeah. now he was my microphone. Ripped his guitar off him, yeah. started strumming. Well, and I think I'm doing like the wise thing, like my mic's not working, I got to close, take your... Gary's not being very giving with his mic, and I'm like, "What's going on? It's weird." And that's <laughs> why is he strumming the guitar? Right? <laughs> Are you sure you want my mic? <laughs> that's because I should not have been on stage. I totally blew it, and so I ended up inadvertently totally canceling the closing song, which the band worked so hard on. It would have been awesome too, and I was a bonehead. Upsides, we got out early that day. So. We did. <laughs> it was making yeah, average the, the first, first mistake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Balances out in the end. Everything balances out. Because in both cases, it was first service. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was funny. I remember that. It was like a bonus Sunday or something, right? It was a different or a baptism something. or something. There was something. two songs at the end, so it was something different. And uh, yeah, that was funny, man. Because Rick was just like walking around the stage, like, what is he doing right now? I just and are you just yeah. shooting hand signals at the band, like, cut it, shut it down? Shut it. Yeah, so then, and then Rick closes with the benediction, immediately turns and looks at me. I'm, he's like, trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, I was still lost. I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> what is the bloody problem? I said, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, uh, go check your order of service. <laughs> there, there you will find the answer. <laughs> Oops. Oh, man. Sorry. Oh, well. Well, thanks for sharing those guys. Those are, those we have guys. more? Are we on, are we on uh, I time? mean, we, we should probably move on. Maybe, right. we, maybe we can do another episode. I'm sure we could fill another episode. Uh, so, you know, kind of changing gears, you know, thinking about the idea of making mistakes, and we, we're not always perfect. One of the things we say at our church a lot is we take God very seriously, but we don't take ourselves that, very, that, that, that seriously. So, you know, in that spirit, uh, what... How does this that kind of uh, statement correlate with what we talked about today? You know, how how does that land for you, and and how can we apply? Maybe make some application today. So I, uh, like like we're messy people, and and to be okay with making mistakes, and to be able to laugh at it, and laugh at ourselves, and laugh with each other, and know it's okay. I feel like things get really weird when you're not allowed to make a mistake. And then when you do make a mistake, you want to cover up your mistake and you want to hide your mistake. And that's just not, that's not how we want to roll, whether we're talking about pastors making mistakes on stage or just in life among our staff team. Uh, it's okay to make mistakes. Just own them. Uh, and, and if it's sin, repent of it. But what, you know, if it's a professional mistake, learn from it, grow from it. I mean, I, I remember even coming off the stage. And then you and I coordinated, hey, uh, what could we do in the future to help me, you know, because uh, I'll blow it again. And, and so to, to make adjustments. And so it's totally okay to make mistakes. 
And I think too, I mean, not, not many, many episodes ago on the podcast, we kind of pushed against like celebrity culture and celebrity mm-hmm. pastors. And I, yeah, I think there's, you know, there's pa- pastors that we put on pedestals and, um, and they're really good at what they do, but it's like, there's all like, they're just, everything's always so perfect. And I, when I, with those guys, I feel so distant from them. Like mm-hmm. they're on a whole different level than I am. And I think for us, we just don't, that's the last thing we want our church, people in our church to experience. Like we're not anything different than, you know, yes, we have a different calling and what we're doing vocationally, but, but we're still human. Yeah, it's funny, even the flip side of that, like, I think it's worth saying, we we try our best not to make mistakes. Right. We're talking yeah. through our values. We value excellence. Like, we mm-hmm. want people to experience an undistracted, you know, time with the Lord, even the Holy Spirit, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to push it too far, but the... Why do you have to bring <laughs> that back up? <laughs> when you get to that place, like, we desire excellence. Now, the question is, we're imperfect, so what happens if we do make a mistake. And now that's where, okay, we move yeah. into this episode. Like, yeah, gosh, we're human. We don't want to, you know, we got to be able to allow for that. The thing that stuck out to me, part of the lesson, so the underlying lie, I believe, is that what people need more than experience with God is my perfect execution. Right. Now, people need Jesus. You know, we pray before every sermon, like, they, I want them to experience Him. Now, I want to give Him my best, but I don't want to believe the lie that, you know, a perfect song or a perfect, you know, perfectly alliterated sermon is what they need. Oftentimes, I've seen God use my mistake. You know, whenever, you know, any one of us does something messed up, how often have you talked to somebody after and go, man, that really helped me watching, knowing, you know, that you guys are flawed too. It wasn't necessarily a mistake for me, but something went wrong in the midst of a service one time. And then just how I handled it, somebody came up to me afterwards and said, oh my gosh, that spoke to me more than any of the sermon, which my pride took a hit. I'm like, the sermon was okay though, right? It wasn't a bad sermon. But it's just that idea that, wait a minute, God, you know, me tripping on stage might be what God uses to speak to somebody. They don't need my perfect, now I want to give God my best, but that's not what they need. They need Jesus. Yeah, and if you think about the first part, we take God very seriously. And so there's only one perfect person, that being Jesus Christ. And so we take him incredibly seriously, which knowing that perfection is on him, that gives us a lot of permission to be imperfect. And now I can relax, and I don't have anything to prove. I don't have anything to earn. Uh, and so he gets all the glory. And so, you, you know, Paul talks about boasting in his weaknesses. Um, and, and so a lot of times what I'll do, like when I uh, nixed the closing song, the second service, I mentioned that at the end, and I joked about it, and they laughed, and they loved it. And this next week, for the first service, I told them what I did. Uh, and so to, to be able to just laugh at ourselves can put people at ease so much, especially in a Christian context where you think it is about it. Toe the line, be perfect, don't have any mistakes, any flaws. And I think it puts people at ease and makes them more receptive to the gospel. And it's funny, too, because it shows, it's revealing to me my inability to laugh at my mistakes at times. That that reveals something's wrong in my heart. Sometimes if, you know, if I'll mess up hosting or I'll say something wrong, there's times where I'll beat myself up the rest of the afternoon yeah. 
and it showed me just how prideful it is. One, you know, the silliness that that's all the whole church is talking about. How I said the wrong date on the host time. Half the, you know, most of the time nobody cares. I mean, even the band's world, you know. Did you tell I was on the wrong capo? Nobody knew you're on the wrong capo. I don't know what a capo is. <laughs> that's the thing. You know? It's revealing how little they listen to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously, you know. Mistake number one: believing the people listen. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. It shows how much, man, if I can't make a mistake, which we're the whole point of this is we do, how prideful am I that, man, I think people care that much, let alone that I need to be perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys again for sharing those stories. And I think messing up is, in a way, it keeps us humble too, you know. If we think we're not going to mess up, that's a good sign, mm-hmm. of, sign of pride right there. So it keeps us humble. And it's not about whether we're going to mess up. It's just knowing that it's, it's about when we're going to mess up. You know, it's going to happen. But, you know, obviously knowing that God never messes up. And uh, that's a beautiful truth that we can walk away with today. So thank you all for listening to this episode of Redemption Pop. Oh, thank you for... I'm messing up. Four. Do you need me to close? <laughs> no, I got it. It's just... It's just- I don't know this why. just fits the podcast. Yeah, like, yeah. I think we just do we leave it in is the question at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we hope that you'll check out the next podcast next month. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others. To catch the latest episode, be sure to subscribe and follow us. For more resources like this, visit our website at www.redemptionchapel.com slash grow. We hope you join us next time on Redemption Unscripted.